strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh, what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Ring. Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Murray's going to score. Touchdown. End zone for Fitz. Goes up and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. The Rage is brought to you by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. The Red Sea is rising up! Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. Here's Paul Calvisi. Get the popcorn ready. It's going to be a show. And Ron Wolfley. It doesn't get any better than that. Unleash the fury! Well, it was the night before the night before Christmas. And I'd say that not a creature was stirring not even a mouse, but uh, I have two kids at Casa Galvisi. Wolf, at last count, you have two kids and two pets uh, over at your compound. And so, uh, you know what? There is a lot of activity. Let's just face it. But I'm going to just go ahead and pull past all that because, Ron Wolfley, if I'm not violating HIPAA laws here, how you doing? Because we saw the headline yesterday. Uh, you are officially quarantining along with uh, Dave Pash. And uh, so I just want to make sure, officially, I think this is the first we've heard from you, although, you know, we know you're on every social media platform, uh, but, you know, how how exactly are things and uh, how are things progressing? Well, Polly, let me uh, start here by saying Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Paul. Okay, well Merry Christmas Eve. Eve. Right back did you see you. what I did right there? Mm-hmm. Um, that's number one. Number two, Paul, I feel fantastic. I, I really do. I feel fantastic. Everyone in the family is fantastic. The problem is exposure, Paul. You know, you come in contact with some people from time to time, and these people come down with it, and you know the protocols of the National Football League and how stringent they are. You better believe we're being very, very careful, Paul. I'm walking around here right now. i got hand sanitizer. I'm throwing it up against the walls, Paul. I mean, everything literally that you could touch here at the Wolfley compound. We got hand sanitizer, Paul. We got masks. I don't know, Paul. I, I know you're not very clean. I know that you kind of get a little rough around the edges at home when you're there. But I can tell you right now, Paulie, pristine here at the Wolfley compound. Well, if you need disinfectant wipes, I'll be over in about 20 minutes. I'll drop them by. I'll just uh, right there. I'll leave them under your tree. I'll send them right down the chimney if you need disinfectant wipes. So, okay, but, Paulie, just, I appreciate you asking. Everybody nice. here is yeah. doing well at the Wolfley Compound. Well, we're concerned about you. We also want to make sure uh, it's not some well-thought-out ploy to take a game off and give yourself a long Christmas weekend. So, okay, there we go. Uh, we confirm that all around. Uh, the gift How about that you, keeps- Polly? Uh, have you soiled the silks here thinking about about to actually calling a regular season game, Polly, coming up. I mean, well, this is a huge game. Do you understand this, Paul? You're going to call this game, and this is going to be a massive game for the Arizona Cardinals against the 49ers. Thanks for ratcheting up the pressure. I, pr- I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> thanks for driving up the expectations. I, You know, as if there isn't enough pressure, as if Dave Pash isn't flawless at what he does. <laughs> You know, as I try and tell people, he beats That's us. right. Yeah, I mean, at least B-Train's following me up, Paul. Okay? You're <laughs> following Pash up. You said He's that. I didn't say that. Bahato. 
What I'm saying is Stinking Pash is over there doing a Cardinals game on a Sunday, <laughs> a college basketball game on a Tuesday. He does an NBA game right. on a Wednesday, a college football game on a Saturday, another Cardinals game on a Sunday, and he doesn't mess up one thing. Not one thing right. goes wrong, not one name, nothing. So as if the no bar isn't set high enough already. Exactly. Uh, by the way, speaking of accolades, and I think Dave's yeah. won Arizona broadcast of the year something like 10 years in a row or something. Speaking of accolades. Right, exactly. How about Kyler Murray, your NFC Offensive Player of the Week? His third time this season, no Arizona Cardinal has ever won that award, Player of the Week, three times in a single season. And you know what, bottom line? The gift that keeps on giving here this holiday season is a second-year Pro Bowl quarterback. When you read the names from the NFC, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray. Hello. Let that wash over you. And and you know what? I've said myself. I mean, you can't take that for granted we're starting to watch kyler and everything he does and the skill set and and the passing yards and we keep asking for more well wait a minute in this season of giving and appreciation let's appreciate that you know what you're a have instead of a have not you have a pro bowl quarterback to lead you for the next decade so Polly, let's get this right he was rookie of the year of course his first year and now he's a pro bowler well done kyler murray Zach Allen on this episode of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Snap it to Murray. He's going to keep it running right. Cuts left. Breaks a tackle at the five and into the end zone for the touchdown. That's Kyler Murray right down. Candy cane late, baby. Murray in trouble in the pocket. Rolls to the left. Now throws left side of the end zone. And oh my goodness, Larry Fitzgerald caught it for a touchdown. His first touchdown of the year. And it's vintage Fitz. Shotgun snap to Murray. Drops back to throw. Fires left side. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins puts his hands up and he catches it. And it's a touchdown. I have no idea how he caught that ball. The sickle is how he caught that football. When you need a play, you go to the best. DeAndre Hopkins with a phenomenal catch against good coverage. I don't know if there's anybody else in the NFL who makes that catch. You know, since the onside kick really isn't a thing anymore in the NFL, maybe we'll take the moniker, the hands team, off that aspect of the game and put it on D-Hop. And Larry, because Wolf, can I get a comment on the degree of difficulty on those two touchdown catches, part of a 33-26 win against the Eagles in Week 15? Oh, Polly, just incredible, the difficulty level of DeAndre Hopkins and his catch. And then Larry Fitzgerald as well, scourge at the red zone, Polly. I, I look at those two right there, and the most encouraging thing about that is, listen, we all know about DeAndre Hopkins. We all know about his hands and how incredible they are. And we all know about Larry Fitzgerald and how incredible his hands are. The best thing that happened to me was the fact that Kyler Murray threw it up twice to a contested receiver, threw it up to DeAndre Hopkins, threw it up to Larry Fitzgerald, and guess what happened? Touchdown. Now, they were really, really good throws, okay, but, man, they were even better catches for the most part. So hopefully, as you've got Kyler Murray, this young developing quarterback, looking at these two wide receivers making incredible catches, contested catches, hopefully he's going to do this a little bit more often. And then you had in the first half, 
the 45-yard grab in traffic between two defenders by DeAndre Hopkins where Kyler said, you know what, that free safety, the deep safety went to the sideline with the receiver. I'm throwing it up right down the middle. And and so, yeah, to your point, we did see that on multiple occasions. And and hopefully that continues because that's exactly what DeAndre Hopkins wants, doesn't he? Nine for 169. He had the game-winning touchdown, essentially, the making for those points. After he got some new gloves because on his first touch of the game, he fumbled the ball inside the 10-yard line and then he flicked his uh, gloves away and later said, yeah, those were 4X. I need 5X. And so he got himself some new gloves. But but when you see DeAndre Hopkins talking to Kyler on the sideline, I presume part of that yeah. is, hey, we, even when I'm covered, I'm open. Yes. No, there's no doubt about that, Paulie. And remember, we were talking to Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, about this very play right here. Just the fact that when you had DeAndre Hopkins to the left of Kyler Murray and all of a sudden you had press cover out there at a safety in the middle of the field, they played robber coverage. This is something that the Arizona Cardinals see an awful lot of because you want that spy, that robber who's a lurker down low. He's a freak hitter. You go man across the board with a free safety high in the middle of the field, and now all of a sudden you've got that lurker spying Kyler Murray and looking for any crossing routes. It's a common coverage that the Cardinals see, and we asked Cliff Kingsbury if DeAndre Hopkins converted that route. In other words, he was going to run a different route, and then suddenly when he saw the coverage, he just ran fade. That's called the conversion, Paul. It happens on a lot of read routes, and Kyler Murray read it and knew what was coming, and so did DeAndre Hopkins, and that's the most encouraging thing about it. He threw it up, even though Hop was covered, and look what happened. Touchdown, baby. Well, Kyler Murray, a career-high 406 yards passing. So Kyler and D-Hop, two of the four game balls given out by Cliff Kingsbury. In fact, we're going to take a listen, Wolf. We'll go all access inside the Cardinals' victorious locker room against the Eagles. Here's Coach Cliff. Game balls, setting the tone, had a block punt and a big catch. Big turn. Yeah. Did it again. He's open on every play. DeAndre Hopkins. The sack machine, Dennis Gardak, two more sacks. And then K1. Hear me on this. Short week. We play on Saturday. We play on Saturday. All right? Division game. San Fran come in here. Let's get back on it. All right? We're going to get the installs in early and get it ready to go. Hey, let's focus up this week. We got work to do. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Cars on three. One, two, three. Cars. About a Kyler Murray breaking him down at the very end. That was good stuff. Yeah. So once again, Ezekiel Turner, uh, no big deal, just a block punt and a 26-yard reception on fourth and two from your own 33. Special Sweet. teams assassin. D-Hop, Gardak, Kyla Murray. By the way, a little bit later, you and Zach Allen are going to have to break it down. How exactly is Gardak doing what he is doing? I I need an explanation at this point on that. But that's a team that's coming together, Wolf. That's what I heard in that locker room after their second straight win. Paulie, there's no doubt about that. You can feel this, right? The chemistry that they're maybe peaking at the right time. All three phases starting to find a little something-something to hold on to, an identity. You know how important an identity is to me. Offensively, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray starting to get that chemistry. Defensively, of course, getting to the quarterback. Special teams balling out. 
was one name that was called by Passion Wolf during the game, more than those four game ball recipients, and he is next on the Big Red Rake, presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Zach Allen is there for the Cardinals to make the play. Zach Allen stuffed that play. Jones backs up, throwing from his two, and the ball is tipped to the line and incomplete. I think Zach Allen got a hand on it. Shotgun formation here for Hertz. Takes the snap, drops back the pass, facing pressure in trouble, and sacked back at the 32-yard line by Zach Allen. An enormous play made by Allen and a loss of 14. Boy, that is a huge momentum play right there by Zach Allen. The Eagles got it going. They're trying to set up a screen to the left of Jalen Hurts. And Zach Allen got to him before he could throw the screen. That is an awesome job. I lost count during the course of that game. How many times that you and Dave Pashwolf called out the name Zach Allen? You realize, according to Pro Football Reference, since 2016, only three defensive linemen in the NFL have had 11 or more tackles in a game. And we're now talking to one because it's all about you, presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert. A pleasure to welcome Zach Allen, second-year defensive lineman of the Arizona Cardinals here on the show. Zach, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Zach, was that the best game you've ever played at the NFL level? Uh, yeah, I definitely have to think so. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have the kind of all kind of coming together right now. And, and, you know, you want it to come together during uh, – December, so hopefully, um, you know, it stays that way. What went well in that game? Like, how, how would you explain that? Football 101. What, what enabled you to end up with 11 tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, a quarterback hit, a pass defensed, and your defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, today confirming, yes, Zach had his best game, quote, end quote. What was it? Tell us about it. Um, I mean, it's just been, you know, I think just coming into this defense, you know, the defense I played in college was a lot of, you know, staying at the line of scrimmage, reading, you know, and we played an attacking style defense. So I think, you know, it's kind of started to click a little bit in my head, you know, how how to play it. And right now I'm loving it because it just lets you get off the ball and go. So, um, yeah, I just want to keep it going forward. And, you know, like Sunday, I, you know, it wasn't just, you know, me. There was a bunch of uh, great performances. So I think, you know, we're peaking at the right time and hopefully we can keep it going. So, Zach, how's the ankle going right now? How's the ankle feeling? How's your body overall, and how's the ankle specifically? It's going well, yeah. I mean, those, uh, you know, high ankles are a pain, pain in the butt to deal with, but, um, you know, we got a great medical staff that definitely, you know, when I got injured, I definitely, you know, wanted to come back as quick as possible, and we beat the recovery time by about a week or two, so I was able to come back that New England game and then we've just been staying on top of it and it's been feeling really good and yeah I mean short weeks like this week uh, you gotta just do a little bit of extra stuff but uh, I think we got a great you know plan with you know rep counts and stuff like that so um, you know, I think we'll be fresh for Saturday. Hey Zach Allen join us on the Big Red Rage to what degree does Vance Joseph use you up and down the line either side different spots along that defensive front how varied is your usage up there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, just in this defense, you know, you have to be able to do a lot of things. And, um, you know, especially on the D-line, you know, I line up anywhere from a zero to a nine. So, um, which I'm pretty comfortable with because that's what I did in college. So, um, yeah, I've just been having fun um, playing the different positions and, 
you know, trying to find good matchups. So, Zach, come on, in order to have a Zach attack, you've got to have a technique that you like the most, a technique you prefer the most. So if you're talking zero to nine, that is a wide range of abilities on your end. Where, if you had your preference, would you line up and play? Where's your favorite technique? Uh, I'd probably say the five. And, I'm, you know, I'm lucky that's usually where I'm at most of the time. So over the uh, tackle? Yeah, just like right over the tackle, between the tackle and the tight end, right in there. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what's been working for me, and luckily that's what I get to do most of the time. Why do you like that, Zach? I mean, I think there's just a familiarity. Um, did a little bit of it in college. Um, and then just also like the blocks you see there. Um, you know, it's it's pretty, you know, you, you, you know what you're getting based off the tilts and stuff. You can see, you know, for example, like in like a tight end um, pair, you know, like a wing, tight end wing, you know, you could see right. that where if you're inside more, it might be tougher to see the total picture. Um, so you could just use that information and, um, you know, some, and see some tendencies. So you mentioned college at Boston College, and, and then you were a high third-round pick of the Cardinals uh, last season, and then you had the four games and the neck injury that ended your season. And, and I remember, I didn't see you for a while in the offseason. When I saw you, you came back. I'm like, wow, looks like you put on some weight and some size. What was your offseason all, all about, and, and what was the before and after once you were done and, and got ready to start this season? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, um, you know, going through the whole combine process, you know, everybody was like, oh, you got to cut weight to run fast, cut weight, cut weight, cut weight. Um, so I was, you know, really about like 270-ish, um, 275 going into last season, which I haven't been that light since like my sophomore year of college. Um, and then, you know, playing, you know, more inside than I did in the past. And, you know, obviously the NFL game is different. Um, you know, it was a little rough at first. Um, and then, you know, the neck injury um, was a bummer because I lost a lot of reps I could get to get that experience. And then I just realized, you know, that I got to, you know, get bigger, faster, stronger, everything. And, you know, I think Buddy Morris, our strength coach, is the best in the business. So, um, you know, right after, I mean, really right after I got injured, you know, it was obviously a lot of rehab, but whatever I could do, I was doing with Buddy. And then even when the season ended, I didn't take a vacation or anything. I just was still in the building working out. And then, um, you know, obviously COVID hit and, um, you know, I still stayed out here because it was a lot more open than it would be anywhere else. And uh, was still able to get my list in, really focused on the nutrition, everything, and really got up to about 285, 290, which I'm at now. And I think that's my perfect weight. I'm moving better than I was before. It was all clean weight. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, I'm feeling good, and I'm glad to see it's paying off now. And Wolf, just an incredible – Listen, listen to Cliff Kingsbury on the recent play, what he thinks of Zach Allen here recently. He's always tried to do everything like we, we've told him to do it, which as a coach you appreciate. I mean, we told him to get stronger. He spent all offseason here working out and getting bigger. Um, you know, he just had a couple injuries that, that had slowed him down. But to get him back out there and watch the, the success he's having is, is cool to see. He's a guy who, you know, is uber productive in college he tends to always be around the quarterback when he's in there and it's been nice to see him uh, have some of that production show up here the last couple of weeks no second doubt, right, year Wolf? in the league zach you gotta feel like you got it going right now right is your career unfolding the way you thought it might 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is kind of like what you know you you want. You know, when you think of coming to the NFL, you want it just to be a continuation of college and do what you do. And you know, I think for, I think for a lot of like interior defensive linemen, it probably doesn't happen right away. I mean, obviously, you know, you have freaks of nature and stuff like that. But there's definitely a learning curve, and I think I'm starting to figure that out um, a little bit. And hopefully, this is kind of you know, just the, the turning point and I can, you know, have a really consistent, productive career now from here on out. Um, but I know, I mean, the, the big thing for me is just taking it week by week, um, especially in this week, you know, and the teams we face this year, you know, you see a lot of different stuff. So what happened, what went well the week before might not go well, you know, for this next week. So, um, yeah, I'm just taking it day by day, week by week, and um, just trying to, you know, stack it all together to make it work. Is there something an offensive lineman got away with in your rookie year that you're like, no, 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 no. You're not getting away with that this year. I'm wise to that. I, I know what's coming now. Is there anything maybe that you've learned, especially in the last year? I think a lot of it, all, um, you know, that helped me out was Coach Buck. There was definitely, you know, going through the uh, – our new D-line coach, going through our um, – through the offseason, you know, I watched all the plays from the season and, you know, around the league, and there are definitely some blocks where it's like – you know, I just don't know how to play that. I've never seen that before. And then, you know, right when he came in, I was like, look, these are the blocks that I really want to work on. And he's like, oh, these are easy. And now it's, you know, I want to see those blocks. Those are the ones that I want to work on. You know, I want to see because it's, he just, he, he makes the game really easy to simplify. So I'm very fortunate to have him as a coach. Yeah, Coach Buck, uh, one of our favorites, Wolf. I mean, <laughs> for a variety no of reasons. No doubt about it, Paulie. Not no only doubt great, about it. Yeah, a great teacher. He brings that intensity. You know the guys respect him based on his career. And if guys don't respect him, he, he's been known to bust out his own game film and play his own <laughs> game film in the D-line room at time, his own highlights, just to make sure guys remember what kind of player he was. Not only that, Bully, but Buck, of course, will get in your face from time to time. <laughs> don't don't forget about that, Paul. He yeah. will get in your face from time to time, and he does believe in some hard coaching, some hard truth being administrated from time to time to a young guy in particular that is growing. I, I think he's one of the best defensive line coaches in the league. In these empty stadiums, when you hear a voice yelling, uh, when in doubt, it's Coach Buck. More with Zach Allen back on the Big Red Rage. Garoppolo calls for it, has it, fakes the handoff, stands tall in the pocket. Now hit and sacked. Zach Allen was back there along with Hassan Reddick. Garoppolo, play action pass, screen to the left, pass into traffic is incomplete. And had Zach Allen not gotten to Jimmy G right there, that could have been a big game for the San Francisco 49ers. Zach Allen here has gotten some real good greasy action. He's done a nice job in this game. That was week one, and that was career sack number one for Zach Allen earlier this year at Santa Clara. Cardinals got the win, obviously, and now going for their fifth season sweep of the Niners in the last six years. That wasn't all. He had a tackle for loss. He had a quarterback hit. Zach Allen is our guest Cardinals defensive lineman on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Wolf, would you care to define greasy 
action. What exactly does that mean in the context of a D lineman? Well, for the most part, Polly, uh, you're getting a tackle. You're getting a tackle. You're getting a sack. You're you're getting involved. You're, you're hitting another human being. You're hitting them hard. And a lot of times, Paul, when you hit another human being hard, stuff flies out of them. It, it's incredible the way that happens. But stuff will fly out of them and fly off of them. And sometimes it gets you a little greasy. I'm just <laughs> saying. Okay. All right. Thank goodness for the PPE here in 2020. One of the few things we're thankful for here in 2020. Zach, when you get your first career sack, like if you're a receiver, you know, your first career touchdown, you keep the ball. If you're on offense, what do you do on defense? Did you keep a a memento or a souvenir of any sort to to mark your first career sack? Uh, No, I didn't really keep anything. I don't know. It was just – you know, I'm more of the guy like reminisce when it's done, and I don't want to be done yet. So hopefully, I get a lot more, and uh, then when the career is over, we can reminisce. But um, I don't know. There's some cool pictures. Of it. I'm sure my mom she collects everything, so I'm sure she's got you know uh, some cool stuff on. Of course. It. But, nah, I know the game balls, you know, or the the footballs would be nice to keep, but uh, I think you can only do that if you pop it out. So. It's true. Zach, as you watch the San Francisco 49ers and you watch them on tape offensively, my goodness, they have been decimated with injuries on not only the offense but the defense as well. But when you look at them offensively, how different is this offense from week one? I wouldn't say it's all that different. I think, you know, a lot of the key pe- – I mean, obviously, you know, you're missing, you know, the quarterback and, you know, Jimmy G um, – and also, you know, Kittle for all that time is, you know, that's obviously going to hurt you. Um, but I think, you know, like the fullback juice check, the offensive line, I think when you you have pieces like that, um, you know, they kind of run the same stuff. And, you know, they're really good at running what they what they do. So, um, you know, I don't think it's all that much different. Um, obviously, you know, they're very creative and there's always going to be plays that we've never seen before. Um, but I think uh, – you know, for us, if we just play our game, um, you know, I think we should be good. Yeah, that's what I hear guys in the locker room, on the defensive side of the locker room, always say about when they play Kyle Shanahan, that he keeps the defense honest. What do guys mean by that? What What is the challenge of Kyle Shanahan, the guy who's responsible for the offense and the play caller? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's like, you know, other teams, it's like you go through, oh, like, you know, when this is, when say like this motion or this formation, this, this plays, you know, hundred percent or 85%, like that's what it's going to be. And then, um, when you watch the 49ers, you know, it's a lot of 50, 50 stuff. Um, they really keep you honest. So guys can't really, you know, like cheat it or anything like that. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be big for us to just, you know, trust our keys and just, and play everything true. And if we do that, we should be good. Zach, have the 49ers really used six different centers? I mean, is that, I mean, I heard that. I heard some guy actually saying that today. Has that actually happened? Uh, I don't know. If it does, then, you know, that's impressive. I, don't, I think that's going to be a record. <laughs> um, you know, I know they the their opening day starter is different, but, um, you know, we're just looking at it just this week with who they have and, um, you know, who they, they're up front. They've been basically the same the past, you know, four weeks or so, five weeks. So, um, and all the guys they have obviously have experience, um, and are great players. So it's going to be up to us to, you know, really, um, you know, really control it. 
Here's maybe the flip side of that, Wolf. The Arizona Cardinals have 17 different players with a sack this year. Think about that. Just, that's number one in the NFL, just in terms of number of Whoa. players. And then the last two games, there's been 14 sacks total by this Cardinals defense. In fact, team captain Jordan Hicks, middle linebacker, was asked about that. It's huge. You know, anytime you can get pressure on a quarterback, uh, it makes everybody's job easier. To have guys go out there and, and to be able to put it together, the pass rush the way we have uh, the past few games is exceptional. That's a big key to our success. You know, we've got to get pressure on the quarterback, and, uh, you know, we've been able to do that. I know some of the Eagles analysts and some of the Eagles media was talking about how often Vance Joseph dialed things up. Uh, you, you tell us, how key has that been? And, you know, what's the reaction from an offense? Do you, do you have them? Are they always sort of looking for the next creative exotic blitz package that, that's coming? What do you attribute this sack surge to so far, Zach? Honestly, I think a lot of it's come from us doing well in the run the past two weeks. I think um... – you know, the Giants game and the Eagles game, we, we did a good job of, you know, getting them into some third and long opportunities, um, which, you know, give us that opportunity to kind of just go after it. So, um, you know, there's kind of the saying, you know, you have to earn the right to rush, and you do that by winning first and second down and stop, stopping the run. So if we keep that up, then, you know, I don't see why the sack number should have changed. Zach, how physical – is this offense when i think of the san francisco 49ers i i think of kyle shanahan of course loving 21 personnel two backs including a fullback and kyle use check i'm not going to say that he's in iso iso power fullback but he is a fullback nonetheless and they like to run the ball in between the tackles how physical is this 49ers team when you watch him on film yeah they do a little bit of everything i mean obviously i think their go-to is, you know, their their tosses and their stretch side to side. Um, but they've definitely, you know, been running a lot of, you know, kick and power and stuff like that to change it up. So, and like I said, I mean, you know, look at the guys they have. I mean, they're all really good offensive linemen. You know, you got a guy, probably a future Hall of Famer in Trent Williams, and then it's a really high pick in Mike McGlinchey. And you know, the three interior guys, especially Tomlinson, you know, they're – that they can move really well, but also they really, you know, can get off the ball and um, go downhill. So, um, you know, they got a really good group, but I think we got a good game plan. So hopefully, um, you know, it works in our favor. And they've been here all month. So there, there, there's another bar, part of home field advantage that does not exist so in 2020. Well, what's it been like playing in these empty stadiums, especially on the road like in New York, MetLife Stadium, 80,000 seats and completely empty, and you can hear sound just reverberate off these empty seats. What's that been like as a player in these empty stadiums? Uh, it's definitely been weird. I mean, the first game was obviously the weirdest because you could hear so much. Um but honestly, I think it gives an advantage to the offenses because they can do so much, you know, hard count, um, stuff like that, and they can communicate because, you know, there's nothing really blocking it out. Um, so for us as a defense, you know, the fact that I don't even know how many offside penalties we have. I don't think we have that many, though, that we've done, you know, we've been able to kind of hold our water and, you know, not jump and give away free yards has been big for us. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely some moments, you know, when they cut the sound off on, you know, an injury or if there's like a commercial break or something that it's it's pretty pretty eerie and pretty weird, especially in New York, you know, for how busy it is. But, um, yeah, it was uh, 
yeah, you kind of get used to it now. So hopefully next year when we, we can have uh, people in the stands, it's probably going to be, you know, say there's, you know, only like 60,000 compared to, you know, like a hundred thousand person stadium. We're going to be like, we can't hear anything, you know? I mean, think about it, Wolf. The O-line hasn't had to prepare for silent con all season, right? And, yes. And, and, and defensive lines thrive on that from my understanding right a defensive lineman can live off that in a home game and they feed off those fans and just that little bit of a jump because of a silent count can be the difference can it no no doubt about it paulie and you stop and think about it to a great pass rusher third and eight third and obvious pass situation right now all of a sudden it's a big point in the fourth quarter maybe you're down three points or maybe you're up three points you got to get off the field and now you have a chance to go and make a play and sack a quarterback can you imagine the rush when that crowd is out of its mind it's huge ball another guy who's been huge dennis gardeck we need answers next on the big red rage presented by santan ford in gilbert Shotgun snap hurts. Short set. Steps up. Being chased far side by Gardeck. Sacks him at the 41-yard line. Dennis Gardeck has become the sack machine. Shotgun snap hurts with a short set. In trouble. Steps up. Gets hit and sacked. Dennis Gardeck was there first. Somebody hit the stroll, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Gardecky! Gardecky! This Kyler Murray wired up. Don't miss season in focus this weekend on 12 News, 630 Saturday night. And uh, you're going to get a great inside all-access look at Kyler Murray, including that moment right there. Because as we say, welcome back to the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert, Paul Calvisi, Ron Wolfley, and special guest Zach Allen. I mean, guys, there really are only two kinds of Arizona Cardinals players right now. Those who have hit the strobe and those who have not. And, and Zach, uh, you know, let's, let's just straight out. Uh, sources tell us there was a moment in that game where you did hit the strobe. True or false? <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely have to celebrate with my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, do you have your own? I, I mean, honestly, uh, do you have your own uh, sack dance, something you're developing? I don't know. I'm always afraid that I'm going to get a penalty or something. Um, but, no, I'm definitely going to get something worse. I'm going to work with the guys on it because, you know, so far I haven't – it hasn't been uh, too hot so far what I've done. But, um, yeah, I'll work with Shannon and uh, Dennis on it. <laughs> you know, the offensive line, I guess, recently uh, has had Freestyle Friday where, uh, you know, guys are beatboxing and, and rapping and the whole thing. Now, um, one of us, okay, it's Wolf. Wolf has been known to freestyle on the air at times, uh, regrettably. <laughs> and, in fact, I think I think the, he was threatened with termination uh, because we haven't heard it in a while. Zach, you're not one of those guys who goes over there and jo- joins the old line with a freestyle Friday, are you? No, I can barely speak the English language, so I'm not going to be going off the bus with anything or anything like that. <laughs> All right. Hey, Zach, well, you're you're a young guy, and you're developing, and that defense has got a lot of young guys that are developing right now. How do you get better personally, Zach? Where do you think you need to improve? I think, you know, obviously consistency is a big thing. Um, and then 
obviously. I mean, like, you could just go, like, down the line. I mean, I really just want to get better at everything. I want to become, you know, more consistent in the pass rush. I want to have, you know, a real signature move that, you know, even if they know it's coming, that they can't stop. In the run game, you know, I think definitely, you know, double teams, I got to, you know, just keep working on. I think I've been making improvements, but you can always be better. Um, and then just, you know, learning the game more, um, why, you know, offenses do certain things and how to anticipate it. Um, and, you know, I think that's why it's so important to just get those reps in game and then also in practice. So, um, you know, knock on wood, I stay healthy. I can get those reps and just keep on working at it. Well, you mentioned the word improve. That's the operative word for Vance Joseph. We've seen it, especially the last couple of weeks. We cited the stat, 14 sacks the last couple of weeks. And he was asked about the defense today in general, and he cited guys like Zach, who's in his second year. Here's your defensive coordinator. I told our staff and our defense a couple months ago, I said, if, if, when, when Zach Allen and Lucky and Rashad Lawrence and Dennis Gardeck and those young players start playing well for us, this defense will go to the next level, you know, and it's, it's happening because those young guys are taking bigger roles and they're playing very well for us. Those guys are really, really, really getting better as players each week. I mean, Zach had his best game, you know, with 11 tackles in one sack. And there were times where you were out there with the two rookies, right? Lecky Fotu and Rashard Lawrence, and, and it was the three of you guys in the trenches. Yeah, I know. We definitely, I think we take pride in being young guys. Um, you know, definitely, you know, a lot of people probably doubt us or, you know, have questions about us. Um, and, you know, being a young guy, you definitely, you know, you want to keep make sure that excuse that, oh, he's young, you know, he, he can't do it yet. You want to get rid of that excuse. So I think, you know, for us, we take great pride in doing it the right way. And, you know, I think all three of us are really excited to see it kind of paying off a little bit right now. Zach, what do you think you guys need to do in order to beat the 49ers in their offense? What do you think defensively you guys need to focus on, whether you're a young guy, old guy, whatever it may be, keys to beating the 49ers offense? What do you think? I think for us, you know, we have a saying, uh, know your job and do your job. And that's really just been our key to victory the past few weeks. And that's exactly what I think we need to do because, you know, if everyone is just on point, does their job right, you know, is in the right gap, in the right coverage, doing it all right, I think, you know, then it just becomes, you know, one-on-one matchups. And, you know, that's just – that that's why you get paid to play football is the windows. So – uh, we're really excited um, for it, and I think you know when you keep it simple like that, and uh, like it lets guys play fast, and you know our coaches do a great job of getting us ready uh, for the game. So um, you know all the credit goes to them, and yeah. And we come full circle here. I got to go back to Dennis Gardeck. I need an explanation here, Zach. I mean, this is phenomenal. Ninety-three snaps on defense all year. Ninety-three snaps. He has seven sacks, seven tackles for loss, ten quarterback hits, eleven tackles, a fumble recovery. I mean, what in the Sam name of extreme production is going on here? Please tell me how Dennis Gardeck is getting this done with such phenomenal efficiency. I think he's just, you know, he's one of the hardest working guys I've ever met in my life, and it's just really good to see it pay off because you know, just from the off season and also in practice, I mean, you really won't see a guy push himself harder. And, you know, he's, he really is. I mean, it's just the one word to describe him. He's an absolute stud and, you know, everything he does. So, um, you know, I'm just really glad to call him a friend and, 
you know, to be able to work with him and see see how he approaches every single day. And I know it definitely doesn't just rub off on me, but a lot of other guys. And there's a reason why he's one of our captains. When you look at guys like Lecky Fotu and Richard Lawrence, Paulie mentioned them already right now. I mean, where do you think they have improved in their game? As you watch them on tape, where do you think they've improved? I think definitely, um, you know, just technique and stuff. Because, you know, they've all, both guys were blessed with size. Um, I think, you know, you see them playing really fast now. They definitely have that confidence, using their hands really well. So, um, you know, it's it's going to be, be really scary to see them when they, you know, they really start getting there. And it's going to be a lot of fun, um, you know, to play with them. Zach, you enjoying this uh, Arizona weather here in December? You know, uh, hailing from Connecticut and then going to BC. You enjoying the Arizona uh, weather these days? <laughs> yeah, I don't have to warm up my car, uh, wipe off snow, or scrape off ice. Um, you know, I can just wake up and go in, and you know, we still get to practice outside. And now it's been it's been awesome. I've been loving it out here. Um, you know, it's definitely a change of pace. And I always thought, you know, oh, I'm a northeast guy you know i need my cold i need my seasons but you know arizona is definitely turning me and you know when we played in new england and new york you know we were pretty blessed with uh you know oh, being yeah. 50 60 degree weather yeah. and i was over there you know freezing uh, what the heck is happening to me usually i'd be in shorts and this stuff so well hey uh, we, we've enjoyed having you here tonight thank you so much for the time thank you zach and yeah thank good, you guys have a good one yep good luck against the Niners back to wrap up the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert DeAndre Hopkins is a game changer physically he brings so many tools to the table it's going to be a massive help to Kyler Murray wide receiver screen to the left caught by Hopkins at the 25 move the chains baby he's going to catch a lot of passes this year throws far side of the sideline caught by Hopkins a first down diving catch made by Hopkins throws a deep ball far sideline on target DeAndre Hopkins with a first down catch wide open Hopkins caught at the 20 far side 10 5 and he's hit at the 1 Welcome to the Valley Nuke. About 14 catches in his Cardinals debut. That was week one at San Francisco. A career high, 14 catches, 151 yards receiving. That's how you make a first impression. Now the Cardinals come back and play the Niners at State Farm Stadium Saturday at 2.30. Wrapping up this edition of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. A pleasure to have Zach Allen. He was outstanding. He was as good on the air as he has been on the field. And, And we brought up the weather at the end there, Wolf, just because when the Cardinals left New England three days later, there was snow in the Boston area. And then as soon as the Cardinals left the New York Giants game, where temperatures were also in the 50s, there was this massive nor'easter that blew through New York and left like 40 inches of snow on parts of New York State that you know all too well being from Buffalo. So uh, I was curious how, how Zach has adapted to the AZ. And this time of year, he's got to love it, I presume. Oh, Paulie, there's no doubt about it. I mean, for a kid that comes from the Northeast, and that's where I was from, I can tell you, when I came out here, I was like, what planet are we on right now? Because this is something I do not understand. You know how it gets here, the beautiful weather, when you've got that cool sunshine in December on your skin, there's not a sensation like it. And so, uh, D-Hop has been uh, singular in in so many ways. Right now, he's leading the NFL in receiving yards over 1,300. He has 103 catches. He's number two in that department. And and he's seemingly 
you tell me, listen to what Kyler Murray has to say, he's seemingly getting better when all of a sudden him and Kyler are connected, even though D-Hop would be technically covered, he's still open, and Kyler was asked about his trust level these days. I like him versus anybody, and uh, I like me to put the ball where it needs to be, so um, I guess uh, 99.9 to, uh, to 100. What have you seen that is beautiful. evolve between these two guys? Yeah, Polly, that is beautiful. That's exactly what you want to see right here. It's one of the things I was talking to you about in the earlier part of the beautiful uh, program was just the fact that Kyler Murray was making the decision to throw the ball up to DeAndre Hopkins, even though he was covered, even though he looked like he was covered. Throw it up to him. Larry Fitzgerald, the touchdown in the back of the end zone. Throw it up to Larry Fitzgerald. When you've got receivers that are playmakers, and that's exactly what DeAndre Hopkins is, and that's what Larry Fitzgerald Gerald is when you've got receivers that have some of the best hands in the history of the National Football League that are playmakers throw the ball at them even when they're covered they're not covered even when they're covered they're open throw the ball to them and that's a hard thing to teach a quarterback Paul stop and think about it they're always looking well who's open where's the open guy and then you look out there and you see a guy running stride for stride with DeAndre Hopkins or Larry Fitzgerald, it's a hard thing to say, throw the ball to him because you're always looking for the guy that is open. But I think Kyler Murray is starting to learn it, Paul, starting to learn to throw the ball to these guys even when it's going to be a contested catch. And that might be the best development of this offense going forward. Uh, you know what? You're safe because DeAndre Hopkins' grandfather listens. He said that today. His, his grandfather listens to everything and reads everything in this market. So, you know, if there's any haters or any critics or negativity, then boom, he lets D-Hop know. But that was that was on par, Wolf. You're safe from, from any sort of blowback from, from D-Hop's <laughs> grandfather. Just some outstanding comments from DeAndre Hopkins today. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it harkens back to I'm the Allen Iverson. I'm just trying to keep it real, Paul. <laughs> Special thanks, Cody Fincher. And uh, producer and manager Jim Omohundro for Ron Wolfley on Paul Calvisi. Special thanks to Zach Allen. This has been the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Number one, Kyler Murray! You've been listening to the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Arizona Cardinals Football Club.